Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. Have you ever noticed how a calm mind can really set the stage for a good night's sleep? That's the idea behind our new podcast, Good Sleep. Greg, our host from Optimal Relationships Daily, is here to help ease you into a peaceful night's rest with some positive affirmations. And these affirmations aren't just comforting, they can help ease anxiety and nurture positive thoughts, setting you up for true good sleep. So, press play on good sleep tonight because a good tomorrow starts with a good night's sleep. Just search for good sleep in your podcast app and be sure to pick the one from Optimal Living Daily. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 427. Six Hacks to Make Fitness Goals Reality by Scott Dinsmore with goodlifezen.com. And I'm Dr. Neil, your very own personal narrator. Hey, welcome to a Tuesday edition of Optimal Health Daily. Remember, this is one of five podcasts where we read to you from blogs for free so that you don't have to read them yourselves, except on Fridays. That's where I usually answer your questions. If you want your question answered, come by oldpodcast.com and submit your audio. Or you can call in your question by dialing 61 I love OHD. And don't forget as a bonus, that enters you into small special raffles to win books on the first of every month. Before I get to today's post, I wanna wish Lee a very happy birthday. If you don't recall, Lee is from Optimal Business Daily. Well, not anymore. Dan's hosting the show now but Lee is still very involved in the podcasts and is visiting us here in California for another week or so, so I hope he has a great one. And now, let's get to today's post and start optimizing your life. Six Hacks to Make Fitness Goals Reality by Scott Dinsmore with goodlifezen.com. Quote, stay committed to your decisions, but stay flexible in your approach. Tony Robbins. Last year, I ran an ultra marathon, swam across the San Francisco Bay, and climbed Mount Shasta. All of these were firsts for me. I am crazy about fitness challenges. Not only do they help create a rockin' body inside and out, but they also expand the mind's understanding of what's possible. This is transferable to everything from business to relationships. Fitness is powerful. But with interests like these, An equally important and required craze is that for motivation, accountability, and goal setting. Big things rarely just happen, especially if it requires running over 30 miles in barefoot shoes. Goals and commitment required. I recently spent days creating a free goal setting and action workbook for my readers and clients. I created it because accountability is what creates results. 
I'd like to share the most powerful bits with you. We all know the routine. The new year rolls around and we have this massive motivation to make some changes, often rather large changes. The most common New Year's goal involves fitness of some sort. Maybe you want to lose a few pounds, run a bit further, or gain a little muscle. So we're fired up and dive in head first. But after a few weeks, it starts to get a little easier to hit snooze at 6 a.m. for that run. You start to snack a bit more. Within the next month or two, if you are like the majority of the world, and I'm sure you're not, then you're back to where you started last year. The fire has gone out. You're not alone. The stats for resolutions are terrible. The Franklin Covey Company found that 33% of people break resolutions by the end of January and 75% break them within three months of starting the resolution. The world desperately needs some help with sticking to it. Believe me, I've learned the hard way. It's not always easy for me to jump in the water or hit the trail before the sun's up, but I still rarely miss a day. Why? I found a few motivation hacks that seem to work, and I hope they assist you in making your goals a reality this year. Six hacks to staying committed to your body. One, set goals you truly care about. This starts long before things get tough, and there is no doubt that if you have a goal worth accomplishing, it is going to be challenging at times. Be ready for it. If you're setting a goal because someone tells you to or because other people are doing it, your odds of success are almost nil. You have to want it in your core. I'm talking about down to your soul. Pick goals that are meaningful to you. Be deliberate and listen to your heart not someone else's. Two, find a deep and emotional reason why. What massive reason can you find for making your goal a must? It could be fitting into your wedding dress or being sure you're alive to teach your grandson math. It's your call. Just be sure there is major emotion behind it. I call this leverage. The power of your leverage will ultimately dictate your success or failure. I love this story. There was once a man who tried for years to quit smoking. His friends tried to help. His wife begged, but nothing worked. Then one day, his six-year-old daughter came into his office, looked up at him with a scared look on her face and said, Daddy, I don't want you to die before I'm 10. He never smoked another cigarette. That's leverage. Whether you focus on the good things you'll experience if you succeed or the terrible things that will happen if you don't, find your leverage. Quote, the achievement of your goal is assured the moment you commit yourself to it. Mac R. Douglas. Three, take super motivating before pictures. When we have a physical goal, usually at least part of the motivation is visual. While I don't agree with this, in reality, most of the world exercises purely for how it will make them look. If this gets people active, then fine. But trust me, once you start doing it for the intrinsic feeling of health, your world will change and you likely won't need these tips. Take before pictures of yourself in your underwear. The more unflattering they are, the better. Put yourself in bad light, maybe even frown a little. Do all angles and wear something that allows no place for the curves to hide. Have your significant other take them or just use the auto timer on your camera or the built-in camera on most laptops. I know it makes you uneasy to think about it, but just do it. Then post them on your fridge or your bathroom mirror, somewhere where you'll see them multiple times a day. If you have an old picture of when you were super fit, then place that next to the current, less appealing one. Pain motivates. This will help, and will make you that much more proud when it's time to take the after pictures. Four, do a photo shoot of everything you eat. Did I really put that in my mouth? I'm talking everything that goes into your mouth. If part of your goal has to do with diet, and every fitness goal should, 
This alone will get you eating less and higher quality. Big studies have shown that between doing nothing more than taking a picture of everything before you eat it versus strict calorie counting, the picture-taking approach prevails and pounds lost. And this may be because, well, for one, calorie counting is no fun to stick to. And two, how likely are you to crush a jumbo bag of potato chips if you're gonna snap a picture of it beforehand? Most every phone has a camera on it these days, so no excuses. The psychology behind this is huge. There are apps and websites that can help you keep a photo food journal. Five, give yourself room to be successful. A little leeway is key. The most important part is not that you don't screw up, because you will. The key is how fast you get back on track once you get a little lost. Don't let one missed workout or an unhealthy meal snowball into a sugar-indulged week of sloth. Recognize that you lost your way and then forget about it. Impress yourself with how quickly you jump back on track. Let one cheat meal be just that, nothing more. And six, promise those you love. We tend to keep our word more with others than with ourselves. Don't just mention your goal to them casually. Look them in the eye and promise them that you will stay committed. Give them permission and direct instructions to lay into you if you waver. The majority of goals never see the light of day due to poor incentives and lack of accountability. Most importantly, have fun. If you don't enjoy what you're doing, it won't last. Maybe this means not counting every calorie burned or every carb consumed. Perhaps it means getting outside with friends instead of in the testosterone-filled gym. You know what you'll have fun with. The moment I really got at peace with exercise in my body was when I finally left my heart rate monitor behind and went outside for no other reason than to enjoy myself. It was only after this experience did running an ultramarathon become a possibility, and soon after that, a reality. Quote, it was character that got us out of bed, commitment that moved us into action, and discipline that enabled us to follow through. Zig Ziglar. You just listened to the post titled Six Hacks to Make Fitness Goals Reality by Scott Dinsmore with goodlifezen.com. I completely agree with the author when he says, find something you enjoy because that's what you're gonna stick to, right? And like I always say, it's consistency that really matters. Whether you wanna look a certain way, burn fat, whatever your goals are, it's about consistency. And if you're a little lost when you start to think about what could be fun for you, maybe you're thinking, I don't know what I would enjoy. I just don't like most forms of exercise, let's say. Well, he addressed this in number two. Find a deep and emotional reason why. I love this because you can really use this question for anything, whether it's your job or school. I always tell my students when they start feeling really stressed, I say, take a step back and ask the why. Meaning, Ask yourselves, why are you even here? What made you enroll in school, drive all the way to class, come and sit here and participate? Ask the why. Remind yourself of why you do these things. If you ask yourself that, if you ask yourself, well, why am I listening to this podcast? Why am I even thinking about trying to improve myself? Take a step back and really dig deep and find out why. And then that might motivate you to think about those things that you do find fun or it'll trigger those thoughts where you're like, oh, you know what? I don't hate every form of exercise. I actually like some forms of movement. And lastly, the author is absolutely right. Accountability can play a huge role. Now, there's always a fine line here. You have to think about the relationship that you have with those folks that you wanna be accountable to. For example, if you wanna lose weight and you want your significant other to be your accountability partner, 
Do you really want them snapping at you if you have that extra bag of potato chips or if you're eating too many portions? Do you really want them watching over you like that? Maybe not. So maybe you need to find someone else that's not your significant other, but someone you're still kind of close to that can keep you accountable. So just be prepared that it could change the relationship when you ask somebody to be your accountability partner. But this is where things like online forums, there are so many of those out there. Those can be a huge help. All right, once again, before I go, if you wanna possibly hear your question being answered right here on the show, plus be in special bonus raffles, come by oldpodcast.com to submit your audio. Or you can do it the old-fashioned way and call in your question. The number is 61 I love OHD. Thank you in advance for submitting your questions. I'm gonna answer one this very Friday, so definitely come back for that. And thank you as always for listening and being a subscriber of the show. I hope you have a great rest of your day. I'll be back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this show and Optimal Living Daily, the brother podcast of this one. Literally, I'm Dr. Neil's brother. If you like the format of this show, you'll love Optimal Living Daily too, where I also read to you from blogs, but cover other topics like personal development, finance, and minimalism from bloggers like Derek Sivers, The Minimalists, Zen Habits, and many more. So for more amazing content read to you for free, come subscribe to Optimal Living Daily too, and together we'll optimize your life. You've been listening to Optimal Health Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us and remember, your optimal life awaits.